Hey there, welcome once again to Cornerstone Church where we are looking at your questions on Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie and today we're going to look at, is it okay for my child to have an imaginary friend and also is worrying a form of rebellion and other things that we'll talk about today on this episode of Ask. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back where we answer your questions. You just go to cornerstonebv.org. That's our website. That's where you can look at all, peruse all if you've never been on it, different things and uh, sign up for one of our three uh, gatherings on Saturday and Sunday morning, but also go to our media page, drop down, hit ask, and submit your question. Uh, it used to be you could get your question answered the next week or two, but it takes a little bit longer because we're getting more great questions. So, But keep them coming. It's because of your great questions that we keep doing this, right? Um, so the first one is really long, and I'm not being critical. I'm just going to kind of summarize it. It says, in the Bible, it says to baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. Why does our church baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Are we being disobedient? Um, and then kind of goes on from there um, about some other things as well. So when, just to kind of give you context, we've just had a baptism recently, have another one hopefully coming up next uh, month or so, early summer, late spring. And we baptize by full immersion and, and we always baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, right? The triune God. And uh, that doesn't mean that's the only way. We're not saying this is exactly how you must baptize, right? So you, you see other times in the name of Christ or, you know, other things said. Um, so are we being disobedient? No, because the, who are, uh, the person asking the question, God bless you, but you missed a big one. And that's called the Great Commission, where uh, Jesus in Matthew 28, starting in verse 19, says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Um, so we're just going to go with what Jesus told us to do, right? So we're not being disobedient, and we actually think that's the best way to do it because that's what, the last thing Jesus said. Hey, go make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them how to live life after me. So that's our, our goal of our church. And so when we baptize, we use that terminology. Again, if another church doesn't, do I think they're in the wrong or that baptism doesn't count? No, not necessarily, okay? All right, great question. No, I'm glad you asked it. Second, is worrying a form of rebellion? Is worrying uh, doubting the Lord's promises to take care of me or us? So I think if sort of, which often happens at ask, is I guess you sort of answered your own question. Um, I think rebellion for me is a bit extreme, but I think could still be accurate. Anything that we sin outside of God's will for us is rebellion to him. Um, but I, I always categorize rebellion as when we do something knowing, like, I don't care what God says about this. I'm going to do it. Or I do care, but too bad. That kind of thing, that's rebellion. Worrying tends to, it's a gray area, not gray as the scriptures, but in our own mindsets and, and actions in our life where if um, it's, it's perfectly right, sometimes we, we get confused of having a concern in life, being upset about something and worrying. Those aren't the same thing. One leads into the other, okay? So don't think you're always supposed to be like, woohoo, I'm happy, I'm not worried about anything, there's nothing going wrong. You know, that's not being human, and that's also not biblical at all, right? Uh, Jesus wept, right? So clearly he was concerned when he wept over Jerusalem, concerned when he wept at the grave of Lazarus. You know, just all kinds of examples. Having big concerns about troubles because of the fallen world we live in is not only, um, 
uh, okay, I think it's right and good and appropriate uh, to not have concern uh, when someone you love, you, you, uh, you lose someone you love, or uh, over something like the sex slave industry or abortion, to not feel grieved at that, concerned about that, or concerned when you lose your job. Those things are, are big, heavy things in the world and in our lives. So uh, worrying is when those concerns, because so, concerns can lead to good. It can, concerns can lead me to greater prayer, can lead me to, you know what, I got to make sure I'm in church hearing God's word. I got to hope in the Bible because, man, I don't really know what to do with this. That's a good response to a legitimate concern. Worrying in scripture is when you uh, start to think because you're in control and you're losing control of things that it's eating away at you and eating away at you. And you usually, in the process of worrying, see all the worst case scenarios. This isn't gonna work. This is gonna be terrible. Everything's gonna fall apart. That's worrying. That's what God says, no, no, no. Do not do that. Why? Because I'm God and I'm on my throne. Paul says, replace worry time uh, with prayer time. And so anytime you find yourself going, oh my gosh, uh, how am I gonna find a job? Or I'm gonna be like this forever? Or I'm sick, and I have cancer? This then you replace that, that up at night worrying with prayer. Say, Lord, I'm upset about this. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, this is, hurts. Or what do I do? I need your wisdom. That's not worrying, that's a beautiful thing. Um, two, the other thing I would say to combat worrying is that's why you are in God's word. That's why you're around other Christians, you're in worship, because you're constantly being reminded how big God is. He's on the throne. He has a plan. He's never worried. And so you not only give your concerns to him, but you recognize how big God is. And that will solve most of your uh, worrying. Instead of worrying, you'll give it over in prayer. Okay? So is it rebellion to worry? Yes, in a way. Um, but let's give yourself, a, you know, forgive yourself and just try to replace it with prayer time. Last quick one. Is it okay for my child to have an imaginary friend? Or should I discourage that because it opens them up to communion with spirits or being influenced by Satan? Maybe I've just watched too many scary movies. <laughs> maybe. Um, you know, I, I kind of chuckled at this question at first, um, and maybe you are too, but I do think um, it shows something about whoever you are asked this question, is you're very concerned and rightfully should be more concerned than most of us are, and I think you're in the right, with the fact that there is a major spiritual battle all around us. The Bible is clear about that. And so if, if I just ignore that, ignore the ways that demonic forces are trying to attack my life, my family, my home, my church, right? That, that that's, I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. And so I should be very aware, like are these things good in, in, or not good? Instead of just saying, eh, it'll be fine. Now, specifically an imaginary friend, unless, you know, he's talking to Lucifer and, and the imaginary friend is making him do, you know, Chucky doll type things, um, I think it's perfectly normal and even healthy. It's just a child's way of using an imagination, um, his or her imagination, and uh, and, and dialoguing and thinking through things in the world and I think it's healthy and it's perfectly fine. If he's 25 and still doing it, get him some help, all right? But a little kid with an imaginary friend is perfectly fine. Unless, you know, he's playing an Ouija board with it or something like that. Sure, okay, maybe we've crossed the line, but then we would have crossed the line to something weird's going on. But I think in most cases, it's perfectly fine. 
All right, probably spent too much time on that question, but I did like it and thought it was an interesting way to attack that. So thank you for that. Don't forget to ask your questions so we can answer them in an upcoming episode of Ask. Hopefully we will see you this weekend at Saturday at five or Sunday at nine or 11. God bless, see you soon.